Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. And this is really just a wonderful passage today that we're going to jump into. But one point of of reminder from yesterday is that it is often found that when we are sitting in church, when we see these passages, truth when it is being given to us and educating us and enlightening, enlightening us, really often leads us to the place to where we are puffed up in pride. But when truth begins to convict us or accuse us, we have a choice. Either we are going to repent or puff ourselves up and stiff our neck neck up or harden our heart and really get to the place to where we, we get mad, we get angry. In truth, when it is revealed to us, it should be a gracious response knowing that the God of all creation is speaking to our heart. The Holy Spirit of God is illuminating this truth to us and revealing it to us, and what a wonderful time that is. We see in verse number 30, it says this, but he passing through the midst of them went his way. It's almost like he ducked his head and headed out of town. It says in verse 31, he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee. And just something to make note of, Galilee is a region, Capernaum is a city. So last time we were together, we saw the, the, the time that he was in Nazareth. Now he's in Capernaum. And where did he go? It says, and taught them on the Sabbath days, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Verse number 33, and in the synagogue there was a man. So where did he go? He left one synagogue in Nazareth, and he goes down to Capernaum and enters their synagogue. This seems like a pattern, right? We talked about that. But one of the things that we see in this is that it says he passed into the midst of went his way. He taught them. You know, a rabbi in those days was a teacher. Jesus was a, a great teacher. And it says they were astonished. They were amazed at his doctrine. For his word was with power. I'm reminded of Hebrews chapter number four. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You ever thought about that? When Jesus is speaking, it's piercing even down to the the soul and spirit, it's, it's piercing down. It's, it's a discerner of the thoughts. They're, they're thinking in their mind, how does he know this? Uh, where could he have found this out uh, in our lives? Have you ever been sitting in church and the preacher is preaching? I remember when I got saved, I was sitting there and the preacher was preaching and he was naming a few things in, in the lives of unbelievers, or 
in the lives of people living in sin. And I remember sitting there going, this guy must be looking in my window. The Holy Spirit of God was the one. The word of God was speaking truth to my heart and the Holy Spirit of God was illuminating it so that I understood. And that's what he's talking about here. For his word was with power. My friends, the, the personality of the preacher, that's not what brings power. The power is in the word of God. The personality of the preacher doesn't bring the power. The power is in the Holy Spirit of God illuminating it to in your life. The word of God is quick and powerful, not the personality of the preacher. Vance Havner used to say this, that, that when a, a preacher would, would leave a church and a new preacher would come, oftentimes there's spiritual babes in the church that just like real live babies would spit up new formula. We need to be careful that the personality of the preacher doesn't dictate our faithfulness. Now, we, we want as preachers, I, I know that many of my friends that preach the word of God, we know that our deliverance, our ability to be able to share and teach, it does help. But the power is not in a deliverance, a homiletical technique. The power is not in, per se, my persuasiveness. The power is in the word of God. And that's what verse number 32 reveals. For his word was with power. If you're sitting in a church right now and your church isn't preaching the word of God, uh, I dare say, and I, I don't usually say things like this, you probably should find a new church. If you're in a church where they're just giving soft little motivational speeches, never open up the word of God, if you're never challenged to open up the word of God, it might be time to find a church where they're preaching the word of God. Uh, the, the, the power is in the word. It says in, in the synagogue, verse number 33, a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil cried out with a loud voice, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. Now, one of the things that we find here is that there is a man in the synagogue who is obviously possessed of the devil. Now, my friend, a believer cannot be possessed of the devil. Now, you can be oppressed, but you cannot be possessed. And we see that this man is a lost man. This man is not one who is a, a child of God. He's sitting here. He's got an unclean devil. And the reason why we make that distinction is because Luke is writing to Gentiles. And often when we, we see this, because the Gentiles often had uh, a teaching in their, their, their religions that there were good devils and bad devils or good angels and bad angels. And so Luke is making this distinction saying that this person is possessed with a devil. And I think we take this too lightly in our day that the devil is active today. He's a roaring lion. He, he has a bunch of folks, uh, and I say folks, a bunch of angels doing his bidding. And if, if we take 
this lightly? What what does Paul say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. And Jesus was facing this, and they knew who Jesus was. And this is what he says, hold thy peace. Jesus' words had control and power over these demons. And while I'm not saying that I'm a part of this deliverance ministry that is so popular today, I don't believe sign gifts are, are, are today, in today's day and age. But we know that Jesus in this very time performed this miracle, had control over this demon, calls him out. The demon comes out. He doesn't hurt the man. It says they all were amazed, verse 36, and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. And fame of him went into every place of the country round about. The Bible says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And there is salvation, there is deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. You can't place your faith on any other person. Faith is, it's not about the the presence of faith, but rather the person of faith. Who do you put your faith in? And it's Jesus. There is power in his word. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, my friend. What we see here is the power, the absolute omnipotence of God Almighty and how Jesus Christ had power over these demons. He had power, but it his word, it says twice that his words have power. Let us go to church. Let us rest in, let us study, let us love God's word because the word of God has power. Jesus' words have power. And let us have a wonderful day resting in this very truth and let it let the word of God convict us and lead us, let the Holy Spirit of God speak to us because what did Jesus say? Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.